Alright, so, last time, y'all went up against some sort of weird time storm, and from the end of the time storm was spat out the captain list, displaced from 1946. And, uh, then you all met with the time cops, or the, uh, the Bureau of Time Travel, and they said that if the captain list basically learns about the uh, present, it will muck up the past and cause time to entropy and just stop. And so instead of doing the thing that I had planned for you, which was to babysit him and make sure he didn't get out, which inevitably he would have gotten out and started doing shit, um, you all were like, what if we just send him to space? And I was like, yeah, okay, that works. What if we all just get out? What if we all just go on a road trip instead? A space road trip. Wants to go on a vacation. So you all got in touch with your contacts. You have one extra ride along in the form of Mooncat, who in a way said that she wanted to go to space. So she is joining you in space. In a very explicit way, yes. <laughs> she kind of like, well, like I've never been to space, and then I asked her if she wanted to go to space, and she said yes. So, sort of hinting at it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nikolai pointed out that you know the Time Master, who is supposedly the one who shoved the Captain List from the past into the present one was not operating in his normal like 60s to 70s range of criming and two typically tries not to create paradoxes that would cause time to entropy so something else is uh probably behind all this which again was not something i was planning but you know what is it's cooperative world building so guess what there's i'm still trying to think of what the fuck would happen there but it, it's it's a thing i mean it doesn't even necessarily have to mean something bad has happened just you have to figure out why yeah yeah why is he there why is he there um what does it mean so before we continue uh, going on the space road trip, I do want you guys to do a little improv thing with me. I want everyone to describe one feature of the new ship. Um, keep in mind, it is, it's, I was, I was imagining something along the lines of like the Millennium Falcon where you can comfortably house six people in there, but not much more. So, I will create a handout that is the ship, and we will come up See, I have been picturing. I don't know. Oh, that's a hole. Oh, that's the hole that gets shot in. Open image in new tab. See, I have just been uh, picturing Frieza's little cruiser. Oh, little yeah. Donut yeah. thing. The donut thing. <laughs> That could also work. But, like, everyone describe an image, or describe an, a thing of the ship. Um, we'll go in Discord order eight. 
what's a feature of the ship that uh that um, i mean it's like a brand new ship it's like is it if it's not a prototype it's like the first off the line so I want to say, like, not only is it just immaculately clean because no one's ever messed with it before, no one's ever taken this thing out. Um, like, we don't really have a great sense of what you really need in a spaceship. We're just kind of like working off assumptions and early space travel, which was not really long term. So it's a little uncomfortable. Okay. Like. You like, or I don't know. Like, like the, the seats that aren't like the nice leather; they're kind of hard. No, I'm thinking more like. Um, I guess there's a kitchen because there's got to be if you're, you know, gonna okay. make some food. But like the kitchen isn't really laid out super great because they didn't put a lot of thought into that. But you really need like if you're on a long term thing, you really need a comfortable place to cook. But they just kind of slap together a kitchen. So there's a lot of stuff like that where it's just kind of like haphazardly thrown together without a whole lot of thought because these are like STEM major people putting this shit together. Okay. And they just thought, yeah, I'll just put a kitchen here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be next to the fridge. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Next in the Discord list, I believe, is Bobbin. Bobbin, what's the feature that the ship has? We've got a little uncomfortable and kitchen so far. Well, it has an extremely advanced modern computer that uh, handles the faster-than-light calculations required to move through space. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that the uh, that the computer has a VI and not an AI, and that that's how like it's it's a really advanced computer, and it can talk to you, and it can like tell you stuff that's going on, and and all that, but it can't. It's not capable of self-learning. It's you have in order to learn shit, it has to be programmed into it. Because again, AIs are kind of a no-no right now. Yeah, certain government restrictions on uh, self-evolving AIs. Yeah. But what it does have is a fairly comprehensive database of all of the uh, various non-human intelligences throughout the universe that have been collected by various superheroics over the past hundred years or so. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Next up is Cat. Cat, what's a uh, what's the feature of this ship? A feature or two? Because so far we've gotten two people given two. Yeah, we've had like an upside and a downside from everybody, which I like. Yeah. yeah. So the ship has a gym except it's also like a stem lord's gym stem lord s-t-e-m lord yes okay we're, we're talking like science technology engineering mathematics stem yeah yeah stem Dude, lord is a is a derisive term for you know people who are engineering majors and of, fucking nothing else. The kind of people who invent Soylent. Nerds. Okay. okay. Alright. And then finally, uh, Chloe, what's, what's the feature or two of the ship? It's extremely sturdy. 
However, all of the like systems are pretty fucking slow to spool up, so there's no fucking jump to warp speed to get away from the cops. All right, there we go. I've I've created a handout. It's extremely uh, basic. I will probably pretty it up later, but there we go. All right, so um, I noticed none of you said bed, so there's no place for you. No, I'm not gonna screw you guys. Up. <laughs> I was gonna uh, like one of my other options was like they put in bunk beds, like to maximize <laughs> space available. There's only one, like... one bed. <laughs> oh no! You all have to share. <laughs> one big bed. Okay, but so that's one a of us podcast doesn't need a bed. So sure Penny sleeps better in zero G anyways. Alright. Is there like artificial gravity? There's gotta be, uh, right? There's there's gotta be artificial gravity. I wasn't going to make you guys like like be like a feature of the ship's artificial gravity. No, it fucking has that. Only when the it's ship like, is on. The- biggest challenges of like long-term space travel that like we're facing right now is that doing a lot of shit without gravity straight up sucks like trying to clean yourself without gravity sucks because it's you have to like just corral the water because it just floats around uh using the toilet is like a 20 minute ordeal oh god (laughs) maintaining bone density is also troublesome. Yeah, I was I was expect I was not going to like screw you guys over out of like quality of life things. Yes, the ship has artificial gravity. Yes, the ship has sleeping space in which for you guys to sleep in might not be the most comfortable bed in the galaxy, but it is a bed. Um but all the other things really good to go with. Alright. So you guys have been traveling for a few days, and it's you got those of you who are you can start experiencing cabin fever are starting to experience cabin fever a little bit, mostly because uh, the capitalist will not fucking shut up. He is regaling you with his two decades worth of not even two decades it's like a decade and a half worth of super heroics and it's like the most mundane boring shit because you know it was the gold it was like the early it's like the early days of the golden age so the time i stopped a runaway car yeah the time i stopped a runaway car the time i saved like three elderly women from falling out of a building uh it's it's time i socked hitler right in the jaw wait no that one's actually interesting that one, that one was cool. That like you guys all like gathered around the time the captain list socked Hitler in the fucking jaw. Yeah, just like that time I punched out a bunch of gangsters. That other time I punched out a bunch of gangsters. That third time I punched out a bunch. Time I stopped the sun from exploding. There's like three really boring ones to every one that's actually interesting. So you can't even ignore the boring ones because like at any moment it could turn into something amazing. So it double sucks. <laughs> there are there are ones that start out boring, and then it's like, and then the sun. And then I destroyed the-, the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there's there's that. Um, Gabby is going a little stir crazy as well because she's not used to yeah. just having to sit in essentially a big car. I, think for- I also am going stir crazy too. 
I try and pull the Delarues into the gym like whenever I can, because I'm good with this kind of environment. I figure they're both the types that physical activity is a good distraction for. <laughs> she does the bars. So, aside from... Well, we know how two of you are staving off the boredom. I know how one is staving off the boredom because they technically never get bored. But what is uh, what is Nikolai doing in the downtime? Well, like you said, Nikolai cannot get bored. And so uh, what they do with their time is, well, uh, absorb as much knowledge from the computer system as possible. And while no one is paying attention, attempt to upgrade its self-learning algorithms. All right. Um, go ahead and roll. I'll say roll lore or education or academics or whatever you renamed lore to. Uh, lore is academics. I've also got engineering's craft. Yes. Uh, so go ahead and roll lore, and I'll see. Um, give it difficulty three. But, uh, unless you want to spend a, a fate point to get a minor bonus later down the line, uh, I'm not going to say that you learn any particularly interesting uh, facts about space that can help you out in your travels at the moment. I will say that both of the things are long-term projects, so no, I'm not going to spend anything on on this. And okay. I, do, I do start with a certain basis of knowledge since uh, I absorbed some of the host's um, omniscience that right. one time. Right. Um, now go ahead and re-roll crafts, engineering, etc., whatever. Uh, difficulty five. Well, you don't upgrade the computer at all at this point, but uh, you also don't make it worse. Yeah, long, long-term projects. Yeah. So, not really worried. Yeah, I was, I was just seeing if you could get any, like, cool bonuses right off the get-go, but the answer is currently no. And finally, what is Pe uh, Penny doing to stave the boredom, aside from listening to uh, the Captain List's drone on and occasionally being like, oh, that story was interesting, what? You know, Penny actually doesn't really mind listening to the Captain List stories, even the boring ones, just because, like... What Penny does for most of the trip is she's the type of person that can't, like, be a passenger on a road trip. She has to have her hands on the steering wheel. Okay. Even if the ship can pilot itself, for the most part, she has. she's basically, you know, in the captain's chair, like, okay, okay, I need to keep an eye on things here. I've got to have my hand on the joystick kind of deal. Okay, and I'll say that because you are driving it, even though it doesn't really need to be driven, uh, you are the first one to notice uh, some sort of signal coming in, and um, it looks like it's a distress signal coming in from... Uh, it's, it's not a planet you've ever been to, but you know it's in like one of the more... I hate saying backwater, because every, every fucking... Like, West develop space travel thing. Every, well, I mean, Back like, void. yeah, it's like, it's it's a less developed uh, area, but like, there's a distress signal. Uh, the 
it is giving a bit of details if you want to take a look at it. And, you know, you're, the entire reason you're here is to help the capitalist fight space crime so that way he doesn't fuck, around, fuck things up on Earth. So I mean, not necessarily just fight space crime. I don't know. Maybe he wants to go to fucking Space Disney World. <laughs> the happiest place orbiting the sun. The happiest, happiest place. That's it. It's just the happiest place. It's just the happiest <laughs> place. I'm gonna make fucking Space Disneyland. It is gonna be fucking creepy as hell now. I just hope you know. I mean, anyway, I have mentioned Space Disneyland before, but um, what does the what does the SOS say? You, it's a small town on a on a planet that is just like, it seems to be like a planet that's being used for colonization early colonization attempts of, a, of another species. Um, and they say that they're being attacked by uh, a group known as the Hell Nebulous Horsemen. And I'll, I'll let you actually roll lore to see if you know that name, because you have been in space before. That's a hell of a name. Uh, I'm guessing they're space bikers, but I rolled a one. I, I mean... With the one, yeah, they're space bikers. You know them by name, but you've never actually met them. They have a bit of a reputation for being space bikers slash raiders, but that's all you really know about the about them. Well, the ship should have an intercom, right? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't ignore it personally. However, it might be a thing to do, so. I just pop on the intercom and say, anybody up for uh, dropping planet side to maybe help some folks out? Uh, the captainist immediately goes, we must help those poor civilians. I mean, I want to stretch my legs on somewhere that isn't the treadmill. What is the issue that is currently facing them? Space bikers. Uh, Gabby says, listen, if I don't get out, I'm going to eat at least one of you. That would be highly inadvisable. We have food. <laughs> and yet, here I am. <laughs> I, I cross my arms and narrow my eyes. In what context exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I just look at <laughs> Alright, I, I, I change course towards the planet and I just start going over like Alright, I shouldn't have to tell you all this, but I'm going to go over this anyway. Don't eat anything offered to you. Don't drink anything. No matter how cute of an animal it is, don't try and pet it. It might be sentient, and it might be very angry if you try to pet it. It might also be a tribble. Yes. Don't leave the doors open. Who said that? I don't know what the atmosphere is like yet. I'll say Gabby oh. said that, because Gabby's the right. only one here who would make the tribble comment atmosphere stuff. So, uh, actually, I guess it's just you and me, Felix. Okay. Because you don't need it, and you don't need it, and you've got your own. So, no. You would also probably need it, Gabby. Uh, yes? I got, I got goodies from a buddy of mine. Go retrieve the little box of pins from my sleeping quarters. These are effectively spacesuits. 
uh, Gabby will take one and look it over and just like put it on herself and she's like I don't feel any different hopefully when I get get out I don't like my head doesn't explode probably need to engage it she pushes it and it glows and it she's like still don't feel any different but maybe we're not supposed to shrug leave the captain list will also require one yes I will I cannot survive in the vacuum of space really really Unless, can my future self survive in the vacuum of space? I don't know. How so? How do you? Like, have you tried? Or are you just... No, I am not that stupid. I mean, Over time, the capitalist's consistent exposure to the yellow rays of the sun enhanced his abilities over time. No. Okay. But like, like just a normal person... Could take about thirty seconds of it. I'd rather not try it. Yeah, well, saying, we kind of we kind of need him to live. So, here. I mean, just like dip out there if you feel bad after like ten seconds. Assume that you're, you know, not good and head back in. But or the, I like, could just wear the pin. Colin, does the fucking planet have an atmosphere? <laughs> in addition, the ship does have atmosphere detection sensors. I mean, this is the kind of atmosphere that. um humans would not be able to survive in comfortably for an extended period of time. Like, you'd be fine for, like, half an hour, and then you'd be like, man, my skin just feels, like, really tight. Ah, oh, my lungs seem to be, like, bleeding. That's weird. <laughs> oh, wow. It's it's just pure nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I, could, I could swing that. It's a dangerously high concentration of oxygen. There we go. Don't nobody light a match. Put enough oxygen on anything, it'll burn. Alright, anyway, the captainless will take one of the pins. I do not voice it, but inside I feel some kind of way about this guy using a goodie I got from a supervillain. Is it? <laughs> it's it's not gremlin giggling, no. Is it some kind of smugness? It's a little bit smug. A percent of it is smugness. Uh, now that I have gotten onto the bridge to see the distress call, can I also make an academics check? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Wow. Yeah, you've, This is like, weirdly consistent. <laughs> One is all around. Uh, nobody's gotten rolled above a one. Or below. Or below. It's all been once. Uh, yeah, you know about as much about uh, the Hell Nebula's horsemen as the next guy. I believe one of their members was a part of the Vigilance League briefly in the 1990s. No, oh, no. Cere Cerebrectomy is specifically not affiliated with them. Cerebrectomy. Cerebrectomy. Okay, thank you. But Cerebrectomy is specifically not affiliated with them. Is this a Lobo joke? That it's is a, a Lobo, Lobo joke, joke, yes. Okay. I'm glad you got it real, uh, fast. <laughs> yeah, all of us were like, what? Uh-huh. But yeah, it's kind um, of all. Yeah, you guys don't know jack shit about, uh, about the hell's the fucking biker gang. You have just come to realize how cumbersome that name is. Yes, yes, I have. Rip. 
I was trying to go with something like Hell's, uh, the Hell's Angels, and I was like, but that wouldn't make sense. So I just added the word Nebula in it to make it spacey. It was extremely <laughs> obvious what you were doing, Colin. I'm sorry to yes. tell you. I know, no, like, I wasn't trying to be subtle about it. Anyway, what are conditions on the planet like? Does it rain acid? Uh, no, it, it's, it still rains water. Um, it might be more basic, uh, water than, than Earth's, but it's still technically water. I get on the intercom and say, watch out, the rain is, uh, composed entirely of dihydrogen monoxide. <laughs> Fuck. I'm the only one here who's going to college. Don't try to pull that trick. <laughs> That is statistically incorrect. Outside of Gabby, I think I'm the only one here with a, like, above a high school education, so... I didn't even go to high school. And that's okay. Going to school is important, and I graduated uh, high school. Okay, I forgot that you existed for a moment. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> I apologize. It is okay. Didn't you major in, like, business or something? Did I? Did, did you? Why are you asking us? Because it hasn't happened yet. Oh, right. Weird, Mr. the Capitalist. You really strike me as somebody who would go to college. I'm going to keep calling him Mr. the Capitalist. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, technically, he will go to college eventually, but that was more of a thing in, like, later, like, towards the mid to late 70s where they were really starting to push the college initiative. Right now, like, at, during the 1940s, high school education is fine. It will get you most of the jobs that you need. Shit's fucked up. Anyway. Right, so saving civilians, I think? Or something about that? Saving civilians! Anyway, planet side. Pla anyway, planet side. Yes, you get on, you get planet side. Um, it's a... It's a small town. Um, it's no more than like maybe five to seven square miles total. It's the, it's definitely the kind of town where if you were like, if there are kids who know how to ride bicycles here, they could pretty easily get space anywhere. Bicycle. Yeah, space bicycle. They could get anywhere in town just by riding their space bicycle. And when, as you're like flying above, you do see a bunch of like spacecraft that are shaped a, like kind of like motorcycles, but a little less, you know, open air because they need to go into space. It's just, For they're just sitting moment, on the I thought outs. you were gonna say shaped like penises. <laughs> I um, mean, they can also be that. This is true, they can. Um, but they're sitting on the currently on the uh, outside of town and not doing much. Uh, if you want to go into town and look around, you'll see people like hiding in their homes. Describe what these people look like. Vaguely humanoid. All right, so we're a Star you Trek. You lazy bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like they might have some makeup attached to their head. There we go. Anyway, I'm, I'm not landing here. We're, we're leaving. <laughs> anyway, okay. So yeah, I, I put us down like 
Not, I put us down, like, if the bikers are outside of town, I put us down, like, mm -hmm. on near the outskirts of town, but on the opposite side. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Um, and eventually you'll see, uh, someone come out and, uh, and go, are, are you with them or are you here to take care of them? Did you get our distress signal or... Yeah, no, no. We're just uh, just heading through space and got your distress signal. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take you to the mayor. Uh, they'll they'll see. They'll ask you what you can do. Uh, let's just hurry before they realize that like I'm out here and they want to have some fun, and uh, they will quickly, very quickly, like take you and like lead you through town and they take you to a house that's slightly bigger than everyone's house but it's it's not too much bigger uh these these are this is obviously a very early kind of settlement so you know whereas the houses here are like you know basic house like maybe four rooms this one has like six rooms oh an office Fancy and a dancy. office and an extra bathroom also, hey, what's the gravity situation? 0.85 G's. Neat. Whatever I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> also, hey, another setting question, Colin. Hmm. What language is everybody speaking? Uh, they're speaking... The universal language. English. English. No, they're, they are speaking a, um an alien language, but uh, I have determined that between the uh, the spacesuits, the little walking robot who's been studying space cultures for several days, and the person who lives in space, uh, you guys have subtitles. And I'm, I literally mean like you, you the, the people who can't, who can't understand it, literally have subtitles pop up on as part of the universal translators from the, uh, from the pins. Dang, that's neat. I sent mine to French. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to Felix. See, between the subtitles and the ruffians outside of town, it's like we're in that movie. Uh... <laughs> Boss baby. Yes. <laughs> Big trouble in little China. <laughs> I believe to be fully authentic, we would need to find one additional member. Also, I would have to be colorblind. Well, you're a dog, so... I'm... Okay, not colorblind. I'm still recovering from Boss Baby. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. <laughs> okay. I never really got over that. That's my <laughs> Vietnam. Uh... Uh, okay. The boss baby franchise does not make sense as babies lack both the managerial skills and sociopathy necessary to be a boss. <laughs> I don't know. Have you met a baby, baby before? I think the sociopathy is uh, on point. Okay. Anyway, you're led into the mayor's office and uh, and they look up at you and they go, oh, are, are you here to take care of slight points like towards the end of town that the uh 
that the bikers are hanging out at. We're here to help. Like, I mean, I don't know if anyone, uh, I don't know if anyone else can like actually like speak. I'm not calling it, I'm not calling it galactic basic. Fuck off. Um, galactic complicated. <laughs> galactic C. Yeah, actually, let's call it Galactic Sea. I like it. Galactic <laughs> Java. Anyway. But, like, I don't know if anyone else can actually, like, speak it. Is the Will the Universal Translators translate backwards, too? Uh, probably not, no. Alright, so I guess it's just me and Bobbin. <laughs> I mean, you guys can translate for the others, yeah, I, and I, I, I would just I, say, I, you I translate. I interpreter work. Yeah. 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 This also yeah. assumes that they do not have universal translators, which they might. I bet the mayor probably does. Yeah, I will rule that the mayor probably does. No, no, we stopped by because we heard you do a mean taco. <laughs> What's a taco? Oh, he can understand me, okay. Yeah, I can understand you. Cool. Yeah, no, we're here to punch some dudes who happen to be riding bikes. Oh, alright. Also, cool. I might steal one of those space bikes. I don't know. At the very least, we are here to assess the situation in order to determine what measures uh, would be best to apply. Can you provide us with any uh, background on their recent activities? And full disclosure, we were really bored. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that our pain can alleviate your boredom in a way that differentiates from them relieving their boredom on us. I, uh, I, I get your point, but also, ow. Anyway, uh, as far as I can tell, um, he gives you a rough estimate of numbers, and I'm just going to rule that as far as, like, mooks go... The, the nameless NPCs equal enough to give you a challenge. <laughs> I'm not going. I, I, I'm just going to give. I'm just going to throw mooks at you until it seems like enough. Now I'm not going to throw unlimited mooks at you, but it's unlimited it mook works. Enough. Uh, so he gives you those numbers, and he's like, but there seem to be three main ones um one of them is like their technician another one is like this small creature that just like makes psionic blades and then their leader seems to be this guy wearing big power boots and swinging around a hammer about the size of him which is not inconsiderably small that still does not answer my question. I was wondering about their activities after having arrived at the settlement. Oh, um, you know, basic raider stuff. They're uh, they're stealing our food, breaking our equipment, so that it's hard to get distress signals out. I'm glad that you actually got one. Beating up and occasionally killing some of the uh, the people in here for fun? Question mark? I don't know what's going on there, but they they seem to enjoy doing that for fun. Um, they roughed up some of the stores and, like, stole a bunch of shit from there. It's, it's just basic raider stuff. Like, we know they'll probably get bored eventually, but also, they might get 
so bored that they decide to destroy the town and no. Understood. I mean, yeah, that's fair. And uh, and we don't have any ways to defend ourselves because what kind of civilized society relies on arming its civilians and giving them basically unlimited uh, means and power to uh, shoot oh innocent civilians and <laughs> I'm making the biggest fucking jackoff motion right now, Colin. Turn, look at directly at the camera. <laughs> I know men who use subtext and their <laughs> powers. <laughs> We are a peaceful people. We have no weapons except for this gigantic cannon. <laughs> no, the gigantic cannon was broken e years ago. Anyway, uh, so no, they do not have a police force in order to uh, to combat this. So they are relying on people who do know how to do combat in order to persuade them to go away, either through vi violence or through the threat of violence. I mean, it seems pretty strange. You need like a citizen's militia or something. With what weapons? Sharpen a fucking stick. Okay, yes, that'll work very well. I'm not even. Against... I'm not talking oh. in character. Okay. I just turned to everyone else and be like, "So this seems pretty straightforward. Like, I'm not oh. saying we go in there and just beat the shit out of everybody. I'm just saying, like, maybe we convince them to leave." I'm yeah. saying go in and beat the shit out of everybody. I okay. I know, I know that you are real antsy right now, but I am gonna go try some jaw wagon with them first. Based on their preferred activities, it would seem that the easiest way to settle this issue would be to challenge them to a fight and then set the stakes that losers will have to leave the settlement. What, like a bare-knuckle boxing match? Your toughest dude, our toughest person? Or an all-out brawl? Toughest entity, I should say. Look, toughest... Let's, I, let's just go try diplomacy. Yeah. If I have judged their activities correctly, then fighting them without murder in mind would be their idea of diplomacy. But by all means, speaking should come first. Mayor goes, as, lo as long as they leave us alone, I don't care. Hey, uh... Hey, Gabby, you want to double-team them with me? Gabby shrugs and, like, cracks her neck. It's like, yeah, okay, I can... I can do that. Hmm, Sam's been awfully quiet. Uh, Sam is, uh, is, hmm, what is Sam doing? Sam Sam's is being babysat, so he needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I wonder if Sam would actually want to go with you, too, because you two are very, uh, nice and dependable superheroes who might need some help. <laughs> uh, no, we need somebody to watch the ship in case they try and steal our ship. They are criminals, after all. I'm not leaving him alone with the ship. Well, I mean, I've got the keys. The space keys. <laughs> space pop. Mm. So 
using these to push start engines are still weird to me. Uh, the captain goes, nonsense. If these ruffians try to gang up on you through through numbers, you will surely be outmatched. I should come with you as backup. Okay, so one, even if they try that, Switch can just bip us all there immediately. It's not really an issue. I can move a theoretically infinite amount of mass a theoretically infinite distance. I cannot be ganged up on. I'm sorry. It's true. Uh, go ahead and roll rapport. Yeah, alright. And I will... That's a four. And I will roll... Rapport. I guess it would probably be empathy, so that way he can see your see your side of things, uh, so I'm gonna roll empathy for him. We're trying to convince the captain Alyss not to go with Switch and Mooncat. I was actually gonna propose that all of us go. Uh, he goes, Fascinating! You really can do that! I suppose I will stay with the ship and make sure that they don't try to steal it. Alright, so you already been convinced, but point two, if we all go at once, they might feel threatened. So, if we are trying to do diplomacy first, couple people at most. Then we come in swinging if that fails. Or they would interpret it as a show of strength. Yeah, but we can't... We can do the other one really easily. We can't take it back afterwards. Would it be acceptable for me to set myself in a high orbit beyond easy sight range? Simply so that I am relatively close, vertically speaking. You know what, I'm, I'm good with that, actually, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Just, you know, Gabby and I have a real uh, particular disposition. I would like the two of us to be able to apply it. Do we need somebody to go to translate? I've got my gizmo. Tap my chest. Your, yeah, but your gizmo doesn't allow you to speak the language. Just translate it from the others. And if they don't have gizmos to understand you, then Why wouldn't might... they? Why would they? Why would they? Why wouldn't they? they? Because they don't Why? care. Are they? They know exactly yeah. one language, and that language is hurt. Are they a completely culturally homogenous group? Have they never picked up anybody on any of the planets that they've raided? Uh, like, hey, you're pretty true. cool, Jack. Join our biker gang. This is true. Yes, they would have those then. Also, if they're expensive, they just stole them. You cannot properly enjoy the harried pleas of the people that you are harassing if you don't understand their language. <laughs> well, yeah, what that what is best in life? There you go. There we go. You can't hear the lamentations of their women if you don't understand the lamentations of their women. But you can hear them, but like it's less you know satisfying. What I mean. It's meaningless grunting as far as you're concerned. Yeah, you, you really don't get the uh, the gist of body language when it's not your species. It's flailing his tentacles like that. I don't know what that either means. Okay, so according to my little dictionary here, my translating dictionary, that either means, oh god, oh god, oh god, stop, or ooh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which one of those, uh, I'm very uncomfortable with the situation. Anyways... Anyway, we are big comedy today. <laughs> we are. 
Uh, you can call it comedy, I guess. That's feel that's a little generous. Anyway, so who is going and who is not? I'm staying behind if they don't need a translator. Okay. Yeah, I'm staying here. I will chill out with Sam. All right. I will slip Felix one of my little radioactive beads so I know exactly where he is. I can bring him and the rest of the group to us at a moment's notice. All right. I will be in an overwatch position. Okay. So, uh, the last thing uh, the camera hears as we walk away from Sam and uh, everyone else staying behind is Sam going, So, who won the whole thing with the communism? Nobody won that one, man. <laughs> I see, he actually invented an enti- a third monetary, uh, a third uh, economic system to uh, govern. <laughs> well, you see, uh, communism didn't fare so good, but but it was determined that capitalism was insufficient, so we invented super capitalism. Yeah, we actually uh, we actually have no money system. We barter. We've created an entirely uh, we've created an entirely work-based economy, where you simply trade work for goods. So Mooncat, Switch, and Zero are heading towards the end of town, and I'm going to reveal the uh, the images now. So this is just one sample of uh, of the Spice Bakers, Space Bikers. Um, this bunch of various aliens, like they they all have a sort of uniform-ish kind of where they have like. A sort of teal and red leather jacket but aside from that they're like um dressed in all sorts of like random bits of armor and uh that they could find and cobbled cobbled together uh some of them have guns some of them have knives uh all either stolen or makeshift and like they, they just sort of stare at you as you start walking through uh as as if like they fucking know they outnumber you by quite an amount so they're not really scared of like two random schmucks wandering into their camp hey sup jokes uh one of them asks uh so what are you here for uh, well to talk to start about what uh, I just kind of motion at this little town behind us. What all you have been up to? Just been having fun. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To what end? To alleviate boredom and also food. I think we we've stolen most of their food. Okay, to get food. Is this your only source of food? Is taking it from other people? I mean... Kind of. It's not our only source, but we'd rather not, you know... Buy it? Why why buy when you can steal steal it and get it for free, you know? Oh. 
So you're a bunch of weaklings who aren't self-sufficient. Is that what I'm hearing? I need you to roll me provoke. You see, <laughs> armed robbery is a lot like farming, if you think about it. Oh, that's a minus one. <laughs> that is a minus one. However, uh, they don't have any uh, anything in provoke, so they could do worse, theoretically, but they don't. They, they uh, get a zero. But, well, but I have fake points I'm willing to spend. Also, um, what's Gabby's provoke score? Uh, what is Gabby's provoke score? Gabby's provoke score is only plus one. I mean, that's fine because she could be assisting me just with her presence, which oh, gives okay. me a plus one, so I actually get a zero. Okay, so you tie. Um... Which means that I don't win, but I do get a boost. You do get a boost, yes. Uh, you can go ahead and add that to your aspects, uh, whatever you want to name it. So I will say that neither of you, uh, like, you don't provoke them into into fighting, but they also. I'm not trying to provoke them into fighting. I, I know, like, I, I'm saying that the minus one, like because the minus one has turned into a zero, they don't immediately jump you and start, like, trying to beat the shit out of you. Um, but they are also not really rising to the bait of you trying to, like, I guess, leave. They they just sort of don't see you as worth their time, essentially. My pappy was a space worm farmer. I could farm space worms if I wanted to. I just don't. <laughs> well, that's just my opening salvo. Conversation can keep going. How do they react? Uh, they don't. They they don't really react. They just sort of shrug because and are like whatever about it. Huh. Okay. So I'm right, but you don't care. Okay. Okay. So you pick on people that are weaker than you and you steal food from people that are weaker than you. And that's all that you've got going for you here. So what happens if it turns out that the people here are actually stronger than you? They look at each other and they're like, I mean, they're not. Otherwise, they would have put up a fight by now. <laughs> I don't know how uh, much of a cultural expert you are on the folks around here, but I'm still just talking in hypotheticals. Do you just answer to the greatest force output? Yeah, yeah, uh, Slate's got us pretty well covered. Hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what happens if somebody knocks Slate down? Nobody can knock Slate down. I can knock Slate down. Go ahead and roll Provoke again. Right. That's a five. That's a five. I succeed with style. You succeed with style. And uh, a couple guys look around like, okay, there's, there's immediately a couple of uh, Snickers because they are seeing a person who is small and relatively thin, and they all know what Slate looks like, 
but a couple of people also know that this is a weird ass galaxy. Uh, appearances can be deceiving. I mean, just look at one of their fucking members. Uh, it's the it's a fucking weirdo. Um, so they're like, so you really want to try and take on Slate? Hmm. Well, I'm thinking about it. I, I'm thinking about it. See, I'm kind of in the middle of a road trip right now. And uh, one of the folks that I'm stuck with is a real do-gooder type. And, I mean, he just wants to roll in here and flatten all of you idiots. And he could do it, too. <laughs> uh, we've got roughly the same force output, and that means that I know he could love all of you. And he's not the only one. It's not, see, it's not just the two of us. So... I'm just trying to figure out how to get you assholes out of here so I could keep going out and having fun the way I like. And if that means that I have to put all of you jackasses in the ground, that's fine. Or maybe I could just put the biggest jackass around into the ground and you all can go find something else to do. One of them looks over and goes... Hey, Slate, we got someone here who says they can knock you into the ground. And over, they and, like, you see a bunch of people, like, part. And in, as they part, you see where all their, like, where, like, a massive amount of their bikes are parked. And you see three figures who were described to you earlier. One is, like, sort of this blue alien who doesn't have a mouth uh they do have some other facial features though um and like they've got long pointy ears uh it seems like they have like a hologram of like fire orange hair on top of their head um they're wearing a big backpack and they have a uh, they have a wrench that they're working on with um on one of their bikes with and uh like little frog legs and then you also see extremely tiny uh bat person is the best way to describe them um they are completely covered in black hair and uh and they they're like maybe three feet tall if you're being generous but uh obviously they're close enough to be next to the big guy so uh so they've got to be a little bit dangerous and they're like forming knives out of blue psychic energy and just like, sort of tossing them and catch and like catching them just like idly and then up stands slate slate is about eight feet tall uh made entirely out of stone wearing massive like rusty power boots and he's got like a head full of like hair and a beard but it looks like it's not actually hair because this guy's literally made out of like granite so he couldn't grow hair it looks like he found a bunch of moss and put like a thin layer of moss on his head and his face and just let it grow out from there and he's holding a hammer that is that, like with the handle is probably as tall as him and you can hear the boots like 
hissing as he like lifts it up and like wraps it around his shoulders so that way he can like just walk with walk like he's hanging off it and uh he walks over to you guys and he looks down and he says slightly bigger than ripper i didn't make the cut for league of legends so i had to settle for dota <laughs> he's like no you're slightly bigger than ripper ripper still can't put me down though i'm probably a little bit more dangerous than ripper ripper who is the um the bat like uh creature just sort of stops throwing their uh psychic blade uh idly and just sort of side eyes you Although I'm wearing a mask, so she can't see that I wink at her. But I do <laughs> wink at her. And he looks at you and goes, So are you challenging me yourself, or are you, uh, are you bringing in some help down here? Either way, I'm more than glad to prove you wrong. Uh, well, see, there's a couple of ways that we can do this. Uh, and we can either do this lethally or non-lethally. Let's start there. What are you thinking? What are the terms if uh, if we do this non-lethally? What's the catch? What's the what's the gain for doing it non-lethally? <clears throat> well, I've got a team. Looks like you've got a bit of a team. We can go one-on-one. We can go two-on-two. I kind of like two-on-two. I'm content to go along with this, so long as I can basically act as a referee for if and probably when they cheat. <laughs> I mean, I figure we can maybe do some cheaty stuff from the audience anyway. Are were we not going to cheat? I thought we were absolutely going to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're absolutely going to cheat. Cheating will be involved on both sides. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> we, we leave Sam with the ship so he doesn't have to yell at us about cheating. <laughs> So we could do one-on-one, we could do two-on-two. We could just do a big knockdown drag-out brawl here. See, the problem is that if we get this too big, too many people at once, we're going to wind up wrecking all your nice stuff. I say, tilting my head at all of their space bikes. Those will, judging by what I know about how my team likes to operate, those will be the first to go and, like, not in a way you're ever going to be able to put back together. I don't know, Techie here is pretty good with their hands. No, I'm sorry, my dude. Unless you can literally rewind time, you will be up shit creek. You will spend the rest of your days on this rock. Again, Techie's pretty good with their hands. And the and the blue frog alien just sort of shrugs. Techie once built a hyperdrive out of a bag of potato chips and a rock. <laughs> they ate most of the potato chips. <laughs> well, how's about this? I uh, I point at Ripper. Hey, uh, that's not all you can make, is it? She throws the knife in the. She starts to throw her knife in, uh, towards the ground, and it disappears before it before it actually makes contact with the ground. And she just goes through a motion of. Mostly bladed weapons. Um, she does not seem like she can make ranged weapons with this stuff, but she seems to like go through like it's it's mostly stuff that it looks like someone who prefers 
small, calculated, unexpected strikes would uh, would prefer to use. But she also does make some bigger stuff for her, like you know, occasionally a sword or like a hammer or something. Hmm. See, I'm what I what I'm trying to figure out is like we could just do silly gimmick fights where like Sun Dog versus Ripper, who can make the coolest thing out of intangible energy. I think contest contest of skill thing. Yeah. Techie versus Penny or Nikolai. Like who's the best at like manipulating technology. And then you can get Sam to come in and just hit uh slate really hard. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is basically we, we aren't just confident in our abilities, we're confident in our mastery and how whatever it is you're good at, we can do better. Yeah, yeah. So, so big guy, here's what I'm thinking. See, it's real, it would be... Not only would, would it be a simple matter for us to put all of you jackasses in the ground, but it would be kind of boring. And we're parked here because we're babysitting a guy who likes to help the innocents, but we're also out here because uh, we're kind of bored to tears. So we'd like some entertainment besides just throwing hands. So how's about this? You all seem to have things that you're good at to some degree or another. I wager we're better at those things. Okay. So what happens if you win? You all fuck off. Don't come back. All right. And what happens when we win. Cute. Well, I mean, I just named my terms for you. Name your terms for us. You leave and um, make sure no one comes here and ruins our fun again. Mm, that's... Yeah, that seems about even. Fuck off and don't come back versus fuck off and make sure we're left alone. I think you're demanding a little bit more effort on our part. Switch. If I could make an addendum, they seem sufficiently mercenary that we could coerce them into accompanying us. I don't think Sam would accept that. I'm just providing an idea, so you go ahead. But the, the problem is Sam definitely would not accept that. Oh, but Sam would accept it if we called it rehabilitation. <laughs> So instead, Slate, instead, because you are asking for us to basically play bodyguard for you while you sit here and torment a bunch of people who are incalculably weaker than you for shits and giggles, because that's all you can manage. Uh, If we are going to be expected to put in a bunch of extra effort for you, we will expect the likewise. Our trip isn't going to last forever. For as long as we're on it, you're with us. You will answer to us. Go ahead and roll rapport. Considering I've, like, kind of talked derisively about uh, Sam's desires to protect the innocent and how that's bullshit and uh, how I've just been hyper-aggressive about it, can I have illegal sympathies? Yes, you can. Excellent. And he That's a five. Does not, 
he actually does not have any sort of uh, social of skills. Social skills. So I'm just gonna roll a flat four. You can you win no matter what. You fucking. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> That's a five versus a minus three. <laughs> Get shit on. The success with style. The, the regular success was that he was going to negotiate more terms. The success with style is uh, he just goes deal. Excellent. Doesn't expect to lose. Doesn't want to bother negotiating. Right. So where's your strong guy? I want to punch him. Um. Well, it, it kind of depends on the day of the week. I am frequently the strong guy. But how's about I just gather up everybody and I move everybody except Nikolai into the little crowd. All right. Uh, Sam looks very is uh. Well, I wouldn't say confused because he knows your abilities and he looks around and he goes, fascinating. I enjoy the sensation. Nice. I was one place and now I'm another. Incredible. <laughs> oh, look, some car keys. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I turn to the rest of the group. So, everybody, we have reached turns. This will be a contest of skill. We will be besting them at their own games. Shame Okay. It sounds easy to me. All right. Uh, Gabby's going to be like, I'm going to sit this one out because, uh, believe it or not, I actually think this little, I actually think this little guy is better at doing the construct thing than I am. I. She means Felix, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She she looks at you and is like, I can make like claws and like swords and stuff. Like you you do really impressive stuff. Sometimes uh, whatever. Fine. Uh Slate looks directly at the captainless points and says Dibs on money, man. How do you know that's how do you recognize that symbol as money, sir? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You, I have some uh, questions. Uh, Slate looks at you and goes, "What? You think the captain list isn't the known quantity out here in space?" Well, fuck. Now we have to leave. <laughs> he goes, "Fascinating." And then Techie looks at Poltergeist and says, "Hmm. You. Hmm. 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 I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. I you float." I'm not going to get into the specifics because it's bullshit science science fiction technology nonsense, but she actually starts like mump they actually start mumbling to themselves like the actually fairly complicated technology that you use to float around and uh and and they say it in terms that like even you're not exactly clear on because all this technology was like given to you from Malice, or what, was it given to you from Malice, or was it, uh... No, I adapted it personally. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, well, in that case, uh, they are just as like, they're actually pointing out and, like, finding all the stuff that you used in order to, uh, to create the floating, so you can tell that they are, um, pretty close, if not equal to your level of uh, tech crafting. So, 
Oh, I just immediately be like, oh, you noticed that? Yeah, no, uh, if I had a better power source, I'd been really wanting to, like, try out doing this instead of, like... Uh, they actually start talking shop with you and, uh, start giving you, like, tips for, like, power sources and, uh, and, like, you know, certain kinds of, like, crystals or, uh, or, you know, like, and stuff like that. Like, no, no, you can do that. It's like, and then they go, like, wait, no, I'm, this is, no, I'm supposed to beat you at this. Okay. All right. So, who wants to go first? I feel like it would be weird to start with the NPCs. Yeah, that's that's why I wasn't going to have uh, Sam and Slate go first because it's just going to be like weird NPC versus NPC roles. So I guess then it's either me or Abe goes first. Well, Abe's not speaking up. I guess I'll go first. Yeah. All right. So you go ahead and roll craft, and they are also going to go ahead and roll craft. Well, how about we establish a little bit of fiction as to oh, what exactly okay. is happening? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, so, so Vomit take... dice at me, players. Can, can, wait, can I name <laughs> it? Narration. I, I have gotten a good idea. Hmm. We each get a bike, and we have to soup it up, and whoever's bike wins a race wins. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, go ahead. You go ahead and roll craft, and they are going to go ahead and roll craft. And it's going to be difficulty three to soup it up a little bit, and then, of course, uh, succeeding with style will soup it up even more. So, all right. They're going to spend a state point to re roll. Just a complete fucking re roll. There we go. That's the <laughs> Oh, is it? No. Whoopsies. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I still beat them. However, I am going well, to. Oh. Well, the the success with style is impossible with the without a fate point. Yeah, I, I was mean, going to spend with a, a fate point. I was going to spend a fate Actually, point. Actually, but oh, what's up, Bob? What if I create an advantage for you by providing tech supports through the intercom? Yeah, I mean, like I don't know everything. There's definitely some things Nikolai knows that I don't. Okay, so that's so that's another plus one, and now you can spend a faith point and bring that up to six, so you succeed with style. Well, I, I do need to roll to see if I actually give oh. an advantage. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was just okay. Yeah. So create an advantage with a free evo- invoke. Yep. Tech support. Yep. And then if you spend a faith point, that is success with style, and that brings you up to. Uh... Well, I mean. I know exactly what which thing to invoke. Okay. I'm going to invoke uh, the business of business. I know how to get things places. It's kind of my whole job. All right. So now it's now it's the race. Uh, you both uh, you both get on your bikes. I'm going to allow you well, to have a. Never mind. Never mind. I, I figured we were going to have somebody else race them, but no, it makes more sense for Penny to actually do the race. Yeah, um, they are going to get on the bike that they fixed up, and uh, you get on yours, and what I'm going to do is, this is going to be at least two rolls, because there is going to be some shenanigans that happen. Um, so, go ahead and roll, you go ahead and roll your drive, and I will say that you get two free invokes to, to try and beat Techie, and... Due to your successful style, I got two. 
they got a one. So you are currently beating them by a little bit. However, something happens, and I am going to roll. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll some sort of defense. You need to beat a difficulty one because I'm rolling like garbage tonight, apparently. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what I'm allowed to roll for defense. Uh, Colin, I think it would be better if you described exactly what was happening. So, so uh, they they are trying to use their mind bullets to attack your uh, to attack your bike in order to fucking make you peel out a little bit so they can gain some ground. Oh, in that case, I know exactly what to roll. This is techie, right? They have telepathy. That would be attacking Penny's mind. This is techie, yes. They specifically have a stunt called Mind Bullets, which allows me to use a will to make attack rolls. Okay. I mean, if they're going to attack... only once every other round. You know what? If they're going to attack with will, I'm going to defend with will. I'm literally just going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna outbrain them. I know what they're going. I know what they're shooting. I know what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I got a four. Yeah, you you succeed with style. Like it's it's like like I said, I've been rolling the crap all night. I, I knew what they were going to do, and I peel out so hard that it kicks up a rock and hits him in the head, face. Okay. Sure. All right. So. uh... At that point, I'm going to ask for one more drive roll. Okay. See if you win the race. You gotta beat a three. Chance for me to fuck up. Oh. Oh. You do have two free invokes. Uh, so the invoke, if I invoke it, it would give me a plus two, right? Correct. Correct. Um. And you could then apply a second fate point if you felt like using one. But can, can you, can you use invoke both invokes at the same time? Yeah, that's what I'm asking as well. Can you double invoke? I, not from the same source, I don't think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I'll just spend another pay point. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, uh, and I'll tell you what I'm invoking. I'm invoking four-dimensional chess. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it looks like they're about to, uh, like, you're... You having to, like, peel out and do all that crazy stunts in order to avoid being hit by their mind bullets is uh, is just enough for them to, like, catch up and try and take the lead. But uh, you do... And they, like... It's, like, neck and neck for a while, and then eventually, like, you just eke out ahead of them and uh, manage to finish first, and the bikers look very sad. No fancy tricks, just skill. Well, anyway, now we're not, we're not fighting. You want to go talk about, like, uh, power sources? Cause, like, yes! Okay. Yes! Do it! Let's go! Uh, and they, they fuck up. Uh, either way, you guys have made a friend. Fantastic. Nice. Nice. Alright. So then. Sundog. Ah, I found the line in the book. You can invoke multiple aspects on a single roll, but you cannot invoke the same aspect multiple times on a single roll. Okay. Come on. All right. So, uh, Ripper looks at you as if, uh, as if seeing if what the terms are for for this particular challenge. You get the feeling that Ripper doesn't talk. Maybe even can't talk. I. 
Ah, this wasn't my idea, so... What? Somebody judge this thing. I start to go raising my hand, and I remember I'm the most partial judge. And then I'd open up the columns. Hey, uh... Zero? Y you could be impartial, right? They have an insufficient understanding of organic aesthetics. I mean, like... Hey, Sam. Yes. You can play fair, right? Hmm. Hmm. And Slate says, let's put it this way. If you can't play fair, then uh, I'll just smash his head in. Extra hard. And Sam goes, well, if he trusts me to judge this thing, then I shall be, I shall do my very best to be impartial. That's one way to take that, sure. I figure the fucking Boy Scout would be the most impartial judge, because he's still a fucking so, Boy Scout in this era. Are we just gonna, like, somebody give us a subject and we both try to do that? I don't know how to... I have no idea how to approach this. We both make the coolest thing? I don't know. I just wanted to fight people. I'm bored. Alright. <laughs> Other players can throw out ideas. Like, what, what, what should the goal here be? Okay, okay. So, on on the way into town, uh, did we see if this town had like a junkyard or anything like that? Sure. Yeah, I'll say that a junkyard exists. Technically, even if I said no, you could spend a fate point and be like, "Fuck you!" A junkyard exists. <laughs> All right. Felix, how about this? Rather than smashing their faces in, do you want to just smash some stuff? Yes, that works. I thought we were doing like a contest where we'd like try to recreate something with our respective powers, but also smashing things is fine. I. Are you okay? I'm fine. Just the last time I was in space in a contest didn't go super great. No, it's 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 good. We're fine. Gabby says, look at look at it this way. Nobody kidnapped you and forced you to do it this time. Yeah. Alright, yeah, so you guys uh head to the junkyard and um You know what? The capitalist has super speed and super strength at this at this point. So we super speeds a like two big, like, weird-looking like, humanoid statues at, made out of junk together, and, uh, and he says, the first one to topple their statue is the winner. I've built them both equally. That's impressive. Thank you. Ripper just All shakes right. her head, and, uh... Alright, so was it, like, powers only, no knocking it over with your fists? Correct. Just want to make sure we have the ground rules covered here. Uh, Ripper stands a bit away uh, from hers, and Sammy goes, uh, motions for you to do the same, and like stands between you, and then he goes, on my mark, three, two, one, begin. What do you do? Well, it's the knock it over, right? Yeah. 
my things, it's light powers. They don't really have mass, so I gotta it's just pull stuff down. All right. So go ahead and uh, what are you what are you making with your light powers to pull it down? Um. Well, Green Lantern, Wrecking Ball. No, that wouldn't work because again, they don't really have much mass at all. So like a. I'm just like making a big hard light chain and wrapping it around, I guess. Alright, yeah, so uh, go ahead and roll craft. That's three. Three, okay. Ripper, meanwhile, uh, is going to do some do some inspection work real quick and then find like a structural weak point and try and attack it that way. Uh, she cannot use her stunt because she t- cannot backstab a fucking giant statue. Wow. But she still has a pretty good fight score, so... Alright. Um, so, Ripper starts, like... Could spend a fight point to boost, boost that, I guess. Are you really going to do it? Uh... No, I'm, I, let's see how a tie resolves, actually. Alright. I mean, it's, it's, you, the way tie resolves is I'm going to go for at least one more roll, and if a tie still happens, then the tie break, then, uh, then it's definitely going to have to be a tiebreaker between Sam and, uh, Sam and Slate there. But, um, Ripper starts, like, tearing the points where it needs in order to stand. She starts ripping those apart, and it starts, like, tipping over a little bit and, uh, and collapsing. It's not white pulled over yet. Meanwhile, yours is like starting to like, you know, wibble and wobble, but it doesn't wibble and wobble, but it doesn't fall down. So yeah, uh, I, I got that reference. Yeah. Um, so you go ahead and actually hold on one second. Uh, the bikers on their turn are going to try and provoke you. They don't have provoke, so it's just a flat forward F. So uh, they they're going to try and distract you. They get a one. So they're they're rolling provoke. What do you do to defend against their provoking? Uh, how are they provoking me? They're they're just being really big and noisy, um, like shooting their guns up into the air and like shouting for Ripper to win. And like they're they're definitely on the cusp of violating the rules by getting like close enough for that way you. So that they're a bit louder on your end, and they're just trying to overwhelm your senses essentially, and like make you not concentrate on pulling this thing down. They're hooting and hollering, shouting "choke, choke!" <laughs> I want to counter-provoke Ripper. Okay. I just want to be like, "Oh, I guess your buddies think you can't win this fair." All right, yeah, go ahead and roll provoke. It's, it's a tie. So, uh, fucking, you get a, uh, you get a boost that you can use, because right. it's, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a tie. Um, and so I need one more craft roll against, uh, them rolling fight. They get a one, again. No, they get a one. You get a two. So, you barely get yours down just in time. Like, you pull your yours down just as uh, Ripper pops the la- last, like, 
structural support beam, and yours falls over, like, maybe a second before hers does, and the bikers just start, like, booing you. And Ripper, uh... You guys had no confidence in your friend, that's shameful. Uh, Ripper, meanwhile, is very angry, so, uh, while you're distracted at yelling, uh, them, she's going to actually attack you! <laughs> I need you to roll defend against fight! Um, okay. Hold on. Oh! Danger sense! So I'm gonna roll notice. Okay. And I don't get any impairment because, you know, I'm, like, they're trying to distract me, but that don't work. Yeah, that don't work. In fact, I'm gonna use the boost. Uh, yeah, so you, you notice her uh, coming up to try and stab you. You just dodge out of the way. And um, it's at that point uh, Slate steps in and says, Ripper! One fair and square. Stand down. And Ripper looks like she's about to try and stab you again. And then hears that and just like throws the uh, the, the psychic blade that she formed into the ground and it like disappears again. And she just sort of storms off. I lift my mask up so it's sitting on top of my head and I look at Slate and I just kind of... I give him a look that says, Really? Fair and square. One. Disappointed on the discipline you have on your team. Ripper just sort of showed up one day and uh, and anytime you told her no, you couldn't hang out with us, she stabbed them a lot. So um, we just sort of let her hang out. Oh, is that including you? No, no, I like her. And I'm basically the only one who rein her in. But, uh, I am a pet that sometimes kills people. <laughs> Gotta love me. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, now it's Slate versus the Captain List. And, uh... Look, it was like two out of three, we've already won. Eh. Slate really wants to fucking beat someone up, so... You got, Look, so three out of three he, would still be, like, just... It would really cement the victory. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's also, like, big guy versus leader. Alright, so let's watch the NPCs fight, then. Alright. Well, I'm gonna fucking cheat like hell on this one. Alright, so... Slate... cracks his neck, cracks his knuckles, stretches... Nice. Uh, <laughs> say falls over dead. <laughs> cracks his uh cracks his back a little bit and goes, ooh, that was a good one. Uh like, hear the oops dead. You hear the power boots hiss and uh as they work overtime so that way he can lift his giant fucking hammer. And just as Wait, they're does, up... Excuse me. Hmm. How do boots affect lift the hammer? Power boots. Yeah, but how how does power that boots. work? No, explain that to me. Well, you, you see, Ape, they, uh, he got them at the bottom of the dungeon, which means they've got real good enchantments on them. In this case, they have plus five to lift. Space power boots. Space power they're, boots. Magic, they're magic space power boots. No, they're technology space power boots. You can have magic Excuse in me. space. You magic technology space power boots. This is, this is specifically technology space power boots. 
they just give him what they look he knows he looks great in them and they give him the confidence he needs <laughs> the hissing's really cool these make my ass look amazing i mean look better in them if he fucking de-rusted them look at those fucking i know i'm literally made of rock and my ass is actually chiseled but still <laughs> <laughs> so he lifts up his hammer sam starts getting in a fight pose and just as they're about to start running at each other there's a loud roar of an engine and down streaks another motorcycle this one looks different it's not enclosed it looks like it's just a fucking straight up motorcycle but it flies and off hops a man not as tall as slate but just as muscular wild hair, sort of like mustache going on, pale skin, red eyes, <laughs> dressed in leather bikes and like leathers and like chain are wrapped around his arm and uh... Voiced by John DiMaggio. We're gonna get sued by DC. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes alright, which one of you fuckers is Slate? And uh, he's, he smokes I a cigar. I Slate. <laughs> He, sm he smokes he smokes a cigar which oddly for some reason does not combust the atmosphere it's weird you, you think he might have also been smoking it in space shrug space cigars spigars it looks like lobo like collided head-on with the 70s porn star and this is what <laughs> crawled out of the wreckage oh yeah he's got a oh <laughs> fuck um what's that guy's name Fuck. Oh, Kogan? Nah, 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 nah. Because that's where the voice came from. I mean, obviously, but yeah. No, it's just. His hair reminded me of somebody. Like, I half expect this dude to be holding a pizza, a box of pizza over his crotch. <laughs> um, and Slate goes, uh, I am. And, like, all the other bikers. They just sort of start looking at each other and start backing up. And he's like, what? I can take him. I can. And then uh, and then he dies. And yeah, and then the chain comes out, wraps around Slate. Before that happens, I suddenly land in between them, intersect the chain with my arm so that it wraps around me and say, if you'll excuse me, these two are in the middle of a one-on-one -on -one contest. Uh, he's going to shoot you. I'm going to take it. Okay, go ahead. So go ahead and roll physique. Uh, you need to beat a five. He did, did beat a five. How about a six? <laughs> and I could I just continue on. And so I will have to ask you to wait your turn. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whose pile of goop is this? Whose pile of goop? And he looks around and he locks eyes with uh with the captain and he goes, You and Samuel goes, excuse me, and Sarah Brick immediately goes and tries to and uh, tries to slug him, and he's like, "I told you, you pay for breaking my ride." And this time, I clothesline him. <laughs> they are both involved in this one-on-one -on -one altercation. All right, go ahead. I can't inter interfere with either one. Go ahead and roll a fight. He just oh, so he uh, for the folks at home, uh, Bob and rolled yeah. a one, and Colin rolled a seven. So he rolled his physique. Uh, you try to clothesline him, and he just like grabs you, shoves you onto the floor, and you just like splash. And now he's gonna go and try and punch the capitalist. Which is well, I'm not made out of goo. So, so I want to like 
No, hold on. Ooh. His success was dialed that he gets to actually do this. Uh, they both have to... Okay, well, um... It's a tie. Yeah, it's a tie. So, uh, Cerebrectomy actually gets... Uh, a boost. Yes. A boost. He punches the capitalist right in the face, and the capitalist goes, I'm sorry, sir, do I know you? And he's like, don't you even pretend that you don't know me! Alright, now Sundog, you may do a thing. You know, I was going to, like, try to fight this dude, but I just had a much way better idea. Hmm. So I said I was going to steal one of those bikes. Yeah. I'm going to steal one of those bikes. I'm actually I'm going to steal one of specifically his bike. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to steal the bike that Penny souped up and challenge him to a race or something. No, I'm just going to take his bike. Like, hey, look at me, idiot. Pay attention to me. All right. So, uh... I am just gonna like jump on Sarah Brectomy's bike and just yell like, hey, is this yours? And just try to drive it away. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll drive. Okay, I have zero points in there now, but I will. I thought you uh, had one. I thought you took Yeah, I moved that for, I, I switched stuff around. I wasn't using it, so I, anyway. Okay. It was one. He is going to roll his athletics because he does have super speed, so he has pretty good athletics. Not not super great, but you know, enough. Uh, I'm going to use a fate point. Okay, which fate point are you using? What do you mean, which fate point? I mean, which which aspect are you invoking? Um, I guess affable regional sundog. This is an okay. extremely me thing to do. All right, he's going to invoke I'm the main man and use a, uh, use a fate point to continue to beat that. Hmm. All right, so uh, so you start, like, you turn around to um, provoke him, and then by the time you turn your head back around, he's holding onto the front of his bike, and he goes, yeah, oh, this is mine. Fast. And he just starts swinging it so that he can try and get you off of it. Uh, go ahead and ro roll really? some sort of defend, so that way he... To, against his fight to get you off over there. He gets a Ooh, seven. He he's not uh, throwing punches. He's swinging. That would be athletics. Uh, athletics? Okay, then subtract um, two from that. It's actually a five. Okay. Well, I'm also going to roll athletics. Oh, actually, because I did physique as well? He's just physique is uh, physical defense. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, the whole intention was to, like, distract him from the captain list because I really did not want him telling the captain list about future things. So, mission accomplished there. So, I'm just going to jump off the bike and, um, if it works, no. Uh, mm, yeah, no, I, I did my, I did what I wanted. I'll take the, the loss. So, um, he invokes a two-point shift on your physical stress. So, uh, go ahead and add and mark your second box. And uh, he he swings, puts his leg over, he straddles his ride, and he goes, the only one who can break my ride is me! And he starts driving towards Sam. What does anyone do? I know there's one person here who can solve this very easily. I mean... I feel like there's two people here that could solve this really easily. Yeah, yeah, there are two people who can solve this really easily, actually. <sighs> so... I could just remove the bike from this situation. 
I could just have that be gone. Does that sound like a good idea? Why don't we just have him be gone? Uh, yeah, he can fucking survive in the vacuum of space. This is nuts. Yes, but, like, it's gonna, if we put him on the other end of the universe, it's gonna take him a while. He'll probably forget about why he was mad by the time he gets back. Other side of the universe <laughs> without his bike. <laughs> There's oh, plenty of you. discontinuity between him and his bike. I can target him individually. You do know that, like, there are rules in the game that is going to prevent me from just allowing you to instant win like that, but I... It, the. But yes, you've made roll swap, and he is going to roll athletics, I guess. Or, or who's a drive? Would it, would it make more sense for drive because he's actually on the bike now? For to roll, if for it succeeds, it's just a problem that'll have to be solved down the line because now he doesn't have his bike. I think he would use whichever one is better because either one is valid. Yeah, so he's going to use drive. Uh, go ahead and roll swap. Five, eight. Wow. Lord. These are where all the good rolls are coming for me now. I was going to try and make an or create an advantage, but... Uh, so, yeah, he, like, he's driving in a way that, uh, that is, one, faster than you expect uh, from a bike like that, and two, it's just, like, in a really weird-ass manner, and he just zips past you, and he's going to try and, like, plow directly into, uh capitalist again. Uh, I will allow one more person to try a thing before he act actively starts engaging the capitalist. I have one more idea. I also have an idea. Then let me be my thing first, because I'm just going... I don't actually want to do a thing. I just want to create an advantage for the next person to do a thing. I think Chloe wants to create an advantage, so uh, Chloe, what is the thing you want to do? I mean, okay, so it's a space bike, right? Yes. But it's like... It's, you said it was just a bike in space, so it's probably, like, on its wheels right now. Yes. So, I just want to lift him into the air with his bike for, our, like, you know, just a second before he realizes, oh, wait, I've got to switch into space bike mode. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that. Um, I don't know what I'm going to roll to defend. Uh... Is, there a, is there any, like smartness snap a stat a quick wittedness snap notice notice yeah um i didn't completely stat him because i was like because i realized that i don't have to completely stat people i can just come up with stuff as they uh come up and notice is probably pretty good for a bounty hunter to have so i'm gonna give him a plus three to that i feel like so. investigate would be the bounty hunter stat notice is like paying attention Notice is like hey there's somebody about to punch me in the back of the skull you know what? Yes, that is true, and he wouldn't have to worry about being punched in the back of the skull. He's fucking immortal and invulnerable. Speaking in D&D terms, notice is passive perception, and also, like, light so, and fast noticing things. So, you guys have actually convinced me that, no, he does not have anything in notice, because he would not have to worry about needing to notice things in order to avoid them. I mean, also, he's not Lobo. Not Lobo is a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh... Go ahead and roll craft. Okay, crafts it or, is. I got a five. Yeah. Uh, he got a minus one. So, he drives right into it, and then he just, like, keeps speeding. He's like, hey, what's going on? It's just a Why just am I moving? an advantage, so... Oh, okay. I mean... Uh, yeah, he's... 
he's moving slower. He's like, what? What the fuck? Ah! And uh, so, who wanted to go? I think I already did a thing, so I'm gonna let Bob and. All right. I'm just going to turn myself into a ramp. So that he so that he ramps over the captain list instead of into it. Okay. I don't know what to I don't know what skill that would be. Physique? Yeah. Physique? Drive versus physique, my physique. Okay. Yeah. You'll roll drive. Go ahead and roll your physique. Oh hey, he actually rolled fairly bad. So yeah, um he ramps over the captain list and uh, by the time he lands and like is turning around to try and do it Colin. again. If he's if Bobbin succeeds with style, can Lobo just fucking wipe out? <laughs> like they're just calling him Lobo instead of this oh, yeah, game. Me. Look, cerebrectomy is a lot of syllables. You can call him Brecto. We <laughs> can call him Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> Except that's my name. Uh, All right. Tell me that. You know what? You know what? Yes, I will allow that. That is a good. That is a good idea for coming uh, for succeeding with style. We've got two free invokes on the advantage that Penny just created. So yeah, I, I use one, and there we go. There we go. Yep. Uh, so. He lands, and as he try, starts trying to skid to, uh, to turn around, he um, he overcorrects and just fucking pratfalls and stands up. And he's like, nobody saw that! At this point, I, I turn to the uh, capitalist and the other guy, what's his face? Slate. Slate. And I say, please continue your contest. We will handle this distraction. Okay, real quick while you guys are doing the distraction, I'm just going to make a couple of rolls for them to see who wins. I will narrate the outcome after the fact, but um, this first one is going to be Sam. The second one, the second one's going to be Slate. Tie. Sam wins, and then Sam wins. Okay, so in the end, end, Sam will win. Nice. Good for him. I'm glad. I'm glad that Sam got to win something. It seems fitting. I figure it was just easier to just get it out of the way now while you guys are handling the distraction. All right. So Brecto starts um walking up with like the chain in his uh wrapped around one arm, and he's like swinging it around like you know what uh just like in circles like as he walks up it sort of like scrapes against the floor every once in a while and kicks up some dirt and he's very intent on going towards uh the capitalist and slate uh to one get his revenge and two get his fucking bounty so what does anyone do here i, will... right, I have an idea you know what uh get... mooncat is going to get in on this as well every once in a while so i will delete capitalist and i will add Alright, Sundog, you said you had an idea. Alright, so I just like look at Gabby like keep him off balance. And I form a couple of the hard light clones and I charge at him. Alright, um in that case, Gabby will use her turn to create an advantage for you. I guess you can you can hold off on uh actually we'll we'll swap the order, so you'll go on if Gabby will go on seven, she will use her turn to try and create an advantage. 
Um, the way she will do this is um, just using athletic to like swoop around him, like trying to like trip him and stuff. So that so she's not trying to deal damage. She's just trying to get him off balance. So she got a six, and he is going to it's going to be a counter athletics, I guess. He also got a six. Gabby is going to get a boost that people can use. All right, Sundog, uh, what do you do? So I take my couple of uh, hard light copies and I'm charging. Oh, I don't like trying to dance around them and throw them off balance. Mm -hmm. I will tell you what actually happens if I succeed on this. Okay, I'm trying to decide, do I want to do fighter athletics? Because I want to try to look like I'm fighting him, but I'm not actually fighting him. That would be... Provoke. Or what exactly are you trying to accomplish? If I tell you, it's not going to be as funny. Are you trying to deal damage or create an advantage? Um... Is create an advantage. Then it would not be fight. It would be provoke. Okay. Uh, provoke then. Okay. But basically, I'm trying to distract him from what I'm really doing. Okay. Then yeah, that's 100% provoke. Three. Which is actually a five, because Mooncat got that boost. Yeah. Um, so, he is going to roll empathy to try and uh, get past your stuff, I am going to rule that Lobo, that Brecto, just being a discount Lobo, is not empathetic at all, because fucking Lobo. <laughs> uh, yeah, you succeed. So all you right, get an so advantage. Here's what happens. Okay. Uh, so I'm not really trying to fight him, but he doesn't quite realize that. He thinks I'm just trying to square off them. So, at some point, and I'm bracing for this because I fully expect it, he manages to blend a square hit and knock me back. But right before he does, I slip the tracking bead into his jacket. Okay. All right, yeah. So, um, in that case, since, uh, since you just said that he's basically going to try and punch you away, which is exactly what he's going to do. So I need you to roll me some sort of defense against his fight skill. I'm gonna go with athletics. I'm just gonna like just tuck and just like dodge and weave. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use a fate. Okay. I mean, because I already all, took all, two damage. I mean, well, no, all. It's not that you took two damage. It's that you marked your second box. You only marked that one second box. And this would only mark. And this would mark your first box. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had a, yeah. Just under, all right. Well, I'm still using the fate point. I don't care. Okay. I want to style on him a little bit if I can. All right. So I'll rule that um, it doesn't hurt, and you manage to like, like when he punches you, like it doesn't hurt, and you skid away. He's like, yeah. Like I roll into it. Out of the way, kid. I got more important things to deal with than you. Like I come up like in a cross position and I just turn to Robin and say, got him. Alright, who wants to go next? Well, I feel like I just got set up. Okay, 
So go for it. So uh, this guy can 10,000% take every bit of force I can put into him with super strength. So super strength is on. Okay. And uh, I, I am going to roll to with the intent of hurting him, but I don't want to say what I'm doing until I actually succeed on it. Okay. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to roll swap. Okay. And that's a two. And I am taking one of those uh, tracker invokes. So that's actually a four. If you're trying to hurt him, I'm going to rule that he's going to roll a uh, physique in order to just power through it. So that's a six. Oh, uh, I, I think invoking my high concept here would work. Super villain force for good. Yeah, that could work. So that ties, and that creates a boost that the next person in line can use, and I know exactly what it is. Okay. So I've got, I, I've got this move, and I've only ever really used it on other people. You know, the, the move started with Calvert, you know, juggling. I teleport the enemy into his optimal strike range in order to make it easy for him to lay the smackdown on them. And then the move improved when I started using it with Sundog. It became shadow boxing, and it became better because I could also move Sundog. But there was always a weakness to it, and that's there's a lag time because I have to run little bits of calculations in my head to figure out where exactly do I put these people because I'm not Calvert, I'm not Felix, I don't have like an instinctual knowledge of their bodies. It's an intellectual one. But for my body, I got a proprioceptive map for that baby. I know exactly where my <laughs> hands are all the time. I know that shit perfectly. And that's not always that, that's never really been useful because I'm this scrawny little loser. Can't hit hard enough to make it worthwhile. But if I turn on the super strength and I can hit him as hard as I want, well then the fun never ends because I can move them and myself just nonstop into perfect position, no delays. So uh, this move has reached its final form. Hey, uh, Brecto. You want to learn a fucking infinite? <laughs> Super Saiyan beat down. All right. So, Brecto currently has the aspect cotton and infinite. And every time, every time you swap him, he says a different word. He's like, look, kid, I'm just here to get paid and to... You're not even hurting him. He, he just seems more mildly annoyed at this than anything. That's fine. I don't care if I'm not hurting him, because I've got other people for that. All right. So uh, between Poltergeist and Zero, who wants to go next? I led into this, so I'm fine with going last. Yeah, I just, uh, you could just keep fucking creating advantages. Like, there's nothing stopping us from doing that. I mean, yeah, we could, and you 
can invoke as many as you want so long as it's different stuff. So we could just be setting zero up for one big hit. It's like, okay, invoke tracker, invoke cotton and infinite, invoke whatever you're about to set up right now. Just get a plus six to the roll, jump straight into his conditions and his consequences. Just jump right up his ass. Um, yeah. You know what I'm doing, actually? Is... I'm not doing weird gravity bullshit this time. I am going to use my stealth drive to bend light right in front of his eyes to fucking kaleidoscope all light going straight going towards his eyes. Okay. That sounds like he needs to roll will in order to uh to avoid that from happening. <laughs> to avoid puking. Yeah, I did stat his will. It's not super great, but it's not zero. So go ahead and roll your attack, and I will then roll his will. <laughs> Part of me wants to ask if I can roll stealth since I'm using my stealth drive, but... <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll roll... Uh, I'll roll craft. Yeah, I'll, I'll... No, no, I'll allow stealth. Okay. I will allow stealth. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> Wow, that's a six from Penny and a zero from Brechtel. Yeah, I think the way that uh, advanced advantages work is that you get two invokes? Yes, if you succeed with style and creating an advantage, you get two free invokes. Okay, so yep, there you go, you get two free invokes. Literally blinded by the light. (laughs) All right. Zero, your turn. I am going to take advantage of the relatively high oxygen level of this planet in order to create a spark, uh, magnify my fist size, and just hit him with one big old flaming fist into the ground. Hell yeah. All right. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll it. That's a good old fashioned fight. Only a two. We're going to be adding everybody's everything to this. All right, so that's a five for his defense. He's using physique. He's just going to power, try and power through it. So, so trackered, infinite, blinded, adds a plus six to that. So that's an eight on Zero's fight roll. Uh, he is going. To, I'm going to spend the last fate point I have and invoke unkillable space biker and reduce that to a one. So congratulations. You have marked his first place. I oh. am going to spend one of my fate points. Oops. Uh, and put that back up again. Okay, so he marks his third box instead. You you punch him really hard, and uh, he just sort of shakes his head, and he goes, <laughs> you guys got some... And he like, feels where his, c- his cigar was in his mouth, and he's like, God damn it, do you know how expensive those things are? And he just reaches into his... Uh, his pocket and uh, pulls out another one and lights it up. And again, the air around him just does not like fucking explode. It's the weirdest thing. Not expensive enough, apparently. You know, the, the flame from a cigar would not necessarily ignite the atmosphere until the oxygen hits a very, very high concentration. So, Well, I mean, the fire that it uses to light it. Even so. It, it would be like the, the old, like, trick of setting it up all the way. To... Either way, like the the joke is that 
no matter what the conditions, he can always be smoking, even in the vacuum of space. Anyway, Mooncat, uh, Mooncat's up, and she is going to fucking clock this guy. So, nah, she's probably not going to succeed. He's just gonna power. He's gonna counter fight her, just like, yep, yep. Uh, when you defend, when you succeed with style on a defend, do you get an advantage? I forget. Or do you get a boost? Oh. I looked this up. I set it. Give me a second to scroll up. We've still got Poltergeist's second free invoke that we could use to avoid the style. True. Are people okay with um, with fine. Gabby using that? Okay. I mean, I was, if, I was the, if the outcome is worse because of him succeeding with style, then yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. Uh, when you succeed with style at a defense, it works like a normal success, but you also gain a boost. Okay, so yeah, it is a boost. So uh, Gabby is going to invoke uh, Blind by the Light in order to avoid giving him a boost. So it was like Slate's gang just kind of sitting around like going, well, if he baits the boss, I guess that makes him a new boss. Uh, no, they are fucking terrified to go after Brecto, is the thing. So they're just like sort of standing back and being like, uh... We go. Should we like watch the fight with the boss and the money man? Uh, what? <laughs> so then, that was Gabby's turn. Sundog, you're up. Hmm. Well, guess if we're actually fighting him now, we may just be like distracting him until uh. Yeah. The, the way I'm ruling this, the way I'm ruling this is we're doing like basically three full rounds and then the fight. The fight in the background will be over, over, and then you can just let him do whatever, I guess. And then the captain will just fucking takes him out in one punch. We can't let him just, like, fucking decapitate Captain Capital over there. We need that <laughs> dude alive. <laughs> Although, hey, maybe the two big guys will, like, shake hands and then turn around and team up on Brecto. <laughs> anyway, what were you doing? Uh, eight... Well, it is. We're just outright fighting him now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we do get conditions on him, he gets worse at everything. So it is worth hitting him. I'm just gonna do a flying kick. Just get some speed and do a flying kick right into it. Okay. Flying drop kick. It's worth piling on the advantages because of his really big bonus to fighting. Yeah, he is real good at fight. I'm not as good at fight. Yeah, but you can still roll fight if you want to try and do that, or you can try and get an advantage on him. It's physique six and it's fight six. I I will tell you that the the stats that you know I I'm pretty sure are fight and physique are six, drive and provoke are five, athletics is four shoot is three. I opened up with a shoot earlier, I think, so you know that's a three, and uh, his will is two. So, I mean, we could just keep going with pile on the advantages and have zero hit him. Uh, you know what? Yeah, actually, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make... I wanna put, like, a hard light iron mask over his face. Just, like, to blind and deafen him, if I can. Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll craft 
and just a straight up two. Straight up two. I'm going to say, you know, I'll say that it's he'll roll his will to just like be able to close his eyes before he's blinded and just like then like power his way through uh, not being blinded and deafened and stuff like that. So four F plus two. It makes zero sense, but I don't want to keep rolling sixes. He's just like, just like, fuck it, I don't need eyes. I'm <laughs> cerebrectomy. Alright, yep. Uh, well, you do succeed in getting an advantage, so uh, he is blinded and deaf, and he's like, what the fuck is this shit? No, it's it's over his entire, like, head, so it's... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to him, is to him, to, but then it's like, what the oh, you gotta do the... What the fuck is this shit? All right. Uh, it's his turn, and even though he's blinded, uh, there there is someone who's just constantly annoying him by giving him love taps. So he's gonna punch them. Who? Switch. You you're doing the infinite. Oh well, that that ended when uh, zero brought in the hammer. True, but he still doesn't like you. And Even with the super, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's going to try and attack you. He gets an eight to his fight. Okay. Well, uh, I am going to swap to dodge. Okay. Try and get out of the way. I'm going to roll That's three. A three. Uh, so that would, in what's, how many health boxes do you have? Three. Three. So that would immediately take you out unless you took a minor condition which would subtract the overall uh, result of his by two. So you'd still have to mark your third box after that still. Yeah, I'm aware. Okay. It occurs to me that I don't have an aspect of how I fight, which is a thing that I should get. We can also use free invokes for defense. Yeah, but we're trying to build those right now. Like I'm willing Mm -hmm. to take a hit I'm willing to take a lesser hit. You can also, um, if you want to, you can take a bigger hit and subtract it by even more. Like you can take a moderate yeah, or but severe. Yeah, I can't. Then I'd be rolling at a minus four to everything, and right, right. it'd be, I would be less effective in this fight. Right. Between this turn and my next turn, if I do have a next turn, I'm going to give myself an aspect for how I fight, just so I can poke that properly. But for now, I'm just going to do this. Okay. Make that into a five instead of an eight. I'll mark my third box. Okay. All right. And now it's your turn. Oh, I do go next. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Huh. So, hits me. Probably got some swelling in that arm as I bring it up to block. Not yeah. great. Wasn't quite able to get out of the way. But, I mean, I'm going to do what I did last time because it seemed to work pretty well. Okay. Oh, by the way, it's a good thing you guys uh, drained him of all of his uh, all of the um, fate points before he managed to get that in because uh, he has straight from the book is a uh, killing stroke. The, the stunt killing stroke, which is basically he spends a fate point when he puts the condition, and the condition is automatically worsened by one step. Gross. Oh, not, not rolling good. 
Alright, um... So... He's gonna roll Athletics to try and, uh... Get out of that. He succeeds with Style. So... Uh, he's going to give himself the, uh... The the aspect, um... Not falling for it. And, uh, and he gets to a thing that a boost that he gets to invoke. So, Poltergeist, you're up. Yeah, okay. Well, let's see what happens. So, I'm not going to do the same thing again. Always come up with a new thing. So, uh, let me come up with that. Okay. I'm going to create an advantage mm-hmm. by very loudly and obviously dismantling his bike. I'm just going to start taking his bike apart and being very loudly like, and very loudly being like, wow, dude, your fuel regulator is a little busted up. You're going to need a new one of these. Just toss it over my shoulder. Oh, man, the treads on these are all worn out. Anyway, I'm I'm going to roll uh, yeah. crafts. To yeah, go ahead and roll crafts. Um, for, okay, I was going to set, I was going to set a, uh, set a difficulty for this, but uh, you actually beat the difficulty I was going to set by one. So, <laughs> congratulations. If you want to spend a, a fate point to make it even more and give, your, give another free invoke of that uh, aspect that you just created, then by all means. I do have one more fate point. Yes. Okay. I will spend so, my last fate point and I will invoke grounded space explorer. I know how to fix things and I know how to take them apart. Of being in space. Alright, alright. We're in time for a ride! What's going on? I can't say anything! Vic. Alright, Zero, you're up. I tackle him into the sky, then turn into a large drill and just hammer him back into the earth. Okay. Point first. Alright, go ahead and roll fight. Fuck him up. Oh, mm. uh, I don't think it's possible for him to fail this. Well, we are adding everything, though. Oh, okay, true. So, you have to beat a four. So I, yeah, I, actually, the spread is a lot better this time. We've got muscled and my bike. <laughs> All so right. That, that actually puts us at one up. Yep. And if and... you spend a fate point, you can get it to three up and then that... That marks his Push fourth it. box. Yeah, you're about, I'm using my fate point. Alright. So yeah, uh, you've gotten his third and fourth boxes ticked. Um, so Mooncat like watches you do this and like the 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 muzzle disappears as you like drill into him. And like as he's still lying on the floor, uh, just like trying to recover, she just jumps stands on his chest and like just like sort of bends down and like stands over him like a cat and she goes you do realize the moron that we're with is from the past and therefore is not the correct capitalist who ruined your bike and therefore you don't actually have any beef with and she is going to try and roll provoke provoke yeah it's going to be provoke unfortunately mental stress boxes unfortunately his provoke is her provoke is not great it's really not great. Um, How's his will, though? Uh, 
Yeah, it's gonna be against his will, and, uh, nope, he, he basically says, I don't care which one I kill, I just wanna kill that, I just wanna kill one of them, and, like, gets up and, like, pushes her off and starts walking towards them again, so that was her attempt to, like, try and calm him down in a way that didn't involve beating him up. Sundog, you're up. I mean, if we want someone else to become the primary fighter, mine is only a two. You're what? My fight is only a two, so if oh, someone... my fight is a four, so maybe I should do fight. Yeah, yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna hold off on your turn until the things are built back up? Yeah, so we can sh- shift focus to a new fighter. All right. So I'm gonna move you down below zero there, real quick. All right. So it's uh, it is his turn, and uh, he zero just kind of does like a tag out. Yeah. Um, he is going to grab Gabby, swing her around, and throw her at... Well, somebody's been hitting him really hard lately, so uh, congratulations, you're going to have his uh, moon cat potentially thrown at you. First, he has to successfully roll fight, which I mean... Okay, so he rolls a five. Gabby can potentially beat this. Gabby can potentially athletics her way out of this, so... Damn. Oh, Doesn't wait. Gabby oh, she... have fate points? No, she, no. Uh, she oh, it's pulls pool. from the same. She pulls from the same pool. Dang. But she's. If she uses the my bike invoke, then she can beat that, and the the entire rest of the attack does not happen. So she's going to do that. And like he goes grab her and she leaps out of the way and he's like well and he just gets up and starts walking back towards the uh the, the others the the people who he wa- actually wants to fight so switch you're up okay uh colin hmm i have an exceptionally horseshit idea that i would like to run by you okay go for it i love horseshit ideas so Cerebrectomy is kind of a big, tough dude, right? Yes. He's real good at taking a punch, right? Yes. So he, his, the the value of, how could I put this? Maximum withstandable force without physical rupture is pretty high, right? Yes. Okay. Mine isn't. (laughs) So the reason why this is extra horseshit is because I feel like that's tied to the skill physique. Okay. Go on. Can I swap my physique skill with his? (laughs) Do you have any fate points left? I have a fate point left. Alright. What I will say. He's going to roll Will. Yes. You're going to roll Swap. And if it succeeds... If if he succeeds, you don't have to spend the fate point. I won't make you spend the fate point. If he fails, spend the fate point, swap the two. Yeah, that's a... If you look in the chat, I have slightly rewritten ability swap, so it works a bit better. Okay. Uh, 
Roll swap versus your target's will. If successful, spend one fate point to temporarily swap the quality or spend two to make the swap permanent. I think I will amend this, now that you're letting this kind of thing happen, that if the quality involves a skill, then it can only be the temporary swap. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, like, because it'd be way too easy for you to just swap into a bunch of plus sixes from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, go ahead. Roll swap. Four. Zero. Okay. And you know what? You know what? For successive style, now you're going to make spend the fate point. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I'm going to real quick screenshot my skills. Okay. So and make sure to get it back correctly. Yep. Uh, his physic is now one. Okay. <laughs> Does that lower the amount of stress boxes he has? Yeah, I feel like yes, it, it should. It does. <laughs> Recto don't feel so good. He immediately needs to take a moderate condition that will prop that will immediately go away once he gets his uh, physique back up. But it's still a moderate condition. His moderate condition is going to be unexpectedly fragile. Has uh, unexpectedly fragile. There we go. That works. Unexpectedly fragile. Alright. Uh, oh, so you swap the two conditions and he goes, Ow! Wait, ow? 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 Huh. Oh, shit. Ow. Huh. Oh, I'm feeling... Holy fuck, you guys. Ow! <laughs> Somebody come over here and, like, punch me in the face. Why do I feel pain? What is... What is this? What is pain? What? What'd you do? I'd like to take my turn now. <laughs> still good at fighting, so he's still got to set you up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he gets a minus four to it with a moderate condition, you said? That's a I, minus I, four to I everything. I was, re I was rereading things. I think the, the minuses are just how much you subtract the, uh, the shift by instead of how much... Hold on, I gotta read how conditions work. Because I think the minus four is just like, no, you you turn the shift into four less by taking this condition. condition. Yeah, I don't think the consequences have consequences. Looking for consequences. actual dice penalties. Yeah, I think, I think I was mistaken with that. And I didn't even enforce that the first time. I kept forgetting. Yeah, even in the cheat sheet, it just says consequences. Minus two to attack value, minus four to attack value, minus six, etc. Yeah, so it's it's not it's not that he it's, it's not that he rolls less. It's that the uh, the attack value is reduced by that much. But uh, as a result, he take a thing that you have to take time to heal from. However, there's a penalty. The consequence written in the slot is an aspect that represents the lasting effect incurred from the attack. The opponent who forced you to take the consequence gets a free invocation, and mm. the aspect remains on your character sheet until you recovered the consequence slot. While it's on your sheet, the consequence is treated like any other aspect, except because the slant is so negative, it's far more likely to be used to your character's detriment. Oh, okay. Alright. So it's just a one-time thing, I think. From the sounds of it. So... We get one free invoke on Unexpectedly Fragile. That becomes an aspect in addition to the consequence. Okay. All right. There we go. And also, how do we invoke 
aspects on NPCs. You can you can invoke them, and that just gives me fake points. Like that's a that's a mechanic that I've been trying to do, but I have not found a good way to to use it on you guys. You can do a thing what is known as um, I think it's in, it's not invoking. It's compel com- and compel forces the narrative to go down a particular path. And yeah. as such, uh, the GM or the PCs can choose to accept it or not accept it. But if they do accept it, that person gets a fate point. Yeah. So it changed, It has narrative consequences, but not mechanical consequences. Well, technically, we can, also, we can also use it as a basis for spending fate points as well. Yeah. Okay. okay so I've updated the aspects in play. Brecto has the unexpectedly fragile aspect we have one free invoke and the duration is a new one moderate consequence meaning it's not going away at the end of the scene all right so um but if you want to compel it then it can you can try i can choose to go for it and that gives me another fit point to put back into my pool which i mean i would like i i i would enjoy that but it's not my turn it's not you. oh it's not okay my turn just ended okay poltergeist you're up well, I am still no good at fighting. So even with it, even though uh, Brecto is now surprisingly fragile, I'm still going to. Oh wait, it would it would only be a moderate. It would only be a minor consequence. I'm sorry, I forgot that. Uh, plus one physique and still three physical boxes. So he has a minor consequence and uh one in his third physical box ticked i'm sorry I, I by the way not mine my, my, okay mild all right either way um either way i have corrected myself i'm sorry chloe go continue no vicky i'm still going to stick with even though he is now surprisingly fragile i'm still going to stick with the plan which mm-hmm. uh get him distracted I mean, by this point, I've taken his bike apart pretty much. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. that aspect has been used up. I mean, I think that you can uh, spend create an advantage to get more free invokes on an existing uh, aspect. That is true. Oh, you can renew an aspect. You can create an advantage to renew an aspect, just give you more free invokes on it. Yeah, you know what? That's exactly what I'm going to do. I've now I'm I'm doing the same thing, but now I've moved on to I've got the frame just like floating in front of me and I'm like, you know what? I feel like this would look better in like not pink, that's stereotypical. How do you feel about <laughs> bright green? Maybe yellow. Okay, go ahead and roll. Yeah, that's that's the number again. And um, <laughs> go ahead and uh, add uh, add that fucking. How many? One or two? Is that succeeding with style? No, uh, the, the target number is four. Okay. Because it's a pretty complicated bike. I mean, it flies. I'm not like just dismantling a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. All right. At least it used to fly. Okay. Zero, you're up. I am going to shift into a dome-shaped cage that will keep Cerebrectomy in one location and then 
like one of the little chicken wire openings will widen when it's time for Sundog to leap inside. Alright, go ahead and go ahead and roll, I guess, phys- uh, physique? Or... Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going for. Okay. Uh, five. What's he going to roll to defend against this? Athletics. He's going to try and, like, run. He's going to see, like, what you're trying to do and try to run out, out of there before you can finish up. And fails. So, nope, he gets caught. And, like, he starts slamming at the, uh, at the chicken wire. He's like, God damn it! Alright. Uh, Sundog, you're up. Sundog, you have a plus six waiting in the wings for you. Oh, yeah, let's beat this blue loser up. I just gotta think of something quippy to say. Fuck his ass, sea bass. Well, I don't want to say that. No, I'm telling you. I don't know. Uh, hey, Space Ron Jeremy. <laughs> no. <laughs> he has he has no idea that you're talking to him. Perhaps something about how his style needs to move beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I thought we were beyond... <sighs> Look, the quip only matters to you and your friends. It doesn't have to make Recto mad. or It doesn't have to make sense to him. Anyway, point is, I'm just gonna go do fight. Yeah, it's gonna leap in there and slug it out since he is now bit of a wiener. <laughs> well, I mean, he has your physique. Yeah, <laughs> of one, I'm a bit of a wiener. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna go see how. I'm guessing that gla- jaw is made of glass right now. All right, go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll fight. Three. Okay, he is going to uh, he's going to roll fight to counter your fight instead of physique because that would why would he just take he knows he can feel pain now. That's a four. Yeah. No, that's actually a nine on every advantage. Uh, he's going. Oh no, that's right. It's specifically against switch that he can only use that against. Okay, so nine. Minus three is six. Nine minus four. No, nine minus four. Oh, nine minus four. Excuse me. Okay, I was shift. Yeah. yeah, nine minus four is five, so it deals five harm to him. Uh, and that would put him into moderate condition. Yeah, it's moderate condition. So uh, has to take a moderate condition and mark his first physical stress box. Yep. And uh, his moderate condition is going to be, uh, ow, what, ow, that that is literally what it's called. Is uh, the the condition is called ow, what, ow? Is this what pain is? <laughs> Have I been doing this to people? Oh God! <laughs> nah, he would not feel bad. Oh, somebody swap was somebody swap empathy skill with him. <laughs> Mooncat seeing that this guy is very distracted by uh, by what's going on it's going to try and do a two step thing here the first step is going to be rolling stealth versus his notice which is zero oh okay or he accidentally like when I clocked his block his head turned directly Towards Mooncat. Yeah. Oopsie and doodles. he's looking directly at her, and then Mooncat just 
look, just looks like at him. Freezes like a cat does when you see them sneaking up. Yeah, freezes. Then looks at him. Looks at you. And then when she looks uh, at you, Felix, she just like whoops. throws her hands up. Like what the hell? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's her turn. Uh, she was going to try and use her stealth to get an advantage and sneak attack him, but nope, that's not happening. It's his turn now. I mean, um, she can still just plain old attack him. Uh, that would not work out too well. He has twice as many points in fight as she does. she can try and create an advantage for us. Not true. Okay, so she will go ahead and roll fight. Oh, well, against his fight. Yeah, she jumps in and, uh, and tries hitting him, and he just, like, grabs both of her arms and just, like, pushes her away a little bit, and, like, she doesn't fall on her butt, she just, like, takes a couple steps back, but you can tell she's definitely really embarrassed. And I... I want to say sorry, but also super not my fault. That was totally accidental. Recto, meanwhile, is going to try and punch his way out of this fucking cage that he's in, so, uh, 46... not 46... 40F plus 6... So, yeah, Zero, you need to defend against a six. All right, I tank it and spend my last fate points because I am a machine and he is punching a wall of iron, effectively. Uh, he eventually stops punching. He's like, ow, ooh, I hate this. Why do I feel pain? What's going on? Switch, you're up. I am giggling like a gremlin. Where did my rippling blue man meat go? Okay, well, if he's uh, quite vulnerable to attack now, uh, I, I did discover in the last very strong fight that we had that if I just shunt people into the ground, uh, that, well, it doesn't frag them exactly, it does fuck them up. He should be extra vulnerable to being fucked up now, so I'm going to do oh, exactly yeah. that. I'm going to... You said this guy's like seven feet tall because he's less tall than slate yeah yeah so i'm gonna shunt him like five feet straight down just kind of have his head poking up above the ground before he gets pushed out okay that's a four that's a minus one to his defense take five uh he takes a severe consequence this severe consequence is decapitated oh yeah, you actually do frag him, and he his head sort of bounces off, and he goes, he looks around, and he goes, huh. Well, this isn't the first time this happened, but it is annoying every time. How are you talking? Carefully. That makes no sense and was worse than an actual answer. <laughs> I, I have my hands over my mouth, and, like, my eyes are wide open, and I'm, like, full body stiff, like, oh, oh, I didn't mean for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Forget, forget money bags. Uh, when this, and he just sort of like gestures towards his this dump that was his neck. Heels, I'm coming after you. Oh, I'm coming after you. Hmm. Hey, Colin. Cool motivation. Yes? He's just a head now, right? Yeah, he's just a head now. Can I put his bike back together and just, like, you know, 
tape him onto there and just send it off into the wild blue yonder. <laughs> I'm not even gonna make you roll the combat's over. He's he's ahead. Oh, I mean I never I never really even took this thing apart in the first place. It was just <laughs> It's all fucking cruft and kibble, you know. Yeah, now let's 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 get you on your way, Mr. Mr. Cerebrectomy main man. Alright. Well at least you're addressing me with with the proper Hi! <laughs> oh, I really hope I didn't just launch that into the sun. Eh, it's fine. Teleport his body to the other end of the universe. I've seen comic books. He's either going to take forever to get back to his body, or B, he'll reform his two separate cerebrectomies and they'll fight each other for supremacy. Either way, we win. I hope the one that doesn't have the brain wins, just so he doesn't remember any of this shit. He has, in fact, come back from severe injuries in the past. There have been no accounts of there being multiple cerebrectomies at any one time. Okay, like, full disclosure, like, or out of character talk. Like, that's a thing that happens in the Lobo comics, is, like, all of the time when he, like, loses blood, it regenerates into the new Lobos, and he has to fight all of them. Uh, and also there have been multiple instances of, uh, of Lobos because I remember reading a crossover with Lobo and the mask where he's hunted, he's hired to hunt down a person who's wearing the mask. And it turns out it's Lobo wearing the mask and he time travels back in time and, uh, turns himself in with his, it's, it's, it's super weird and super great. It's like, it's one of the only Lobo things I've read, but it's great. This isn't Lobo, this is Sarah Brechtman. Okay, fair enough. He's a legally distinct entity. I know it would be a huge pain in the ass, but it'd be really funny if every time someone said Lobo, you just dub it over with Colin saying, Cerebrectomy. 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 <laughs> anyway, do that thing I said. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, otherwise we're just gonna have the weird headless body like, walking around. Yeah, okay. Uh... Yeah, you can actually see the headless body, like, trying to get out of the dirt already. Okay, no, that's actually a problem. Uh, give me a second here, and I clap my mask down back over my face, and I use the interstellar coordinate system that Nikolai taught me years ago to find a spot just, like, well the fuck out of the way of anything and just bit that shit out. Okay, cool. Uh... So are you, like, ripped now, or how does that work? Uh, spontaneous abs. <laughs> so, I'm I'm not ripped, I'm just tough. I think he was oh. incidentally ripped. Uh, okay. So, I, like, pat at my stomach. No, no abs. But, uh, Dang. I, think if, I think if you punch me in the face right now, your fist will lose and my nose will win. Okay, so I'm <laughs> not going to do that even... I, 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 like, I'm not going to do that. Not because it would probably hurt my hand, but because that's fucking fucked up. <laughs> um, so, I, otherwise, like, he got a good square hit on you that one time. Are you good? You alright? Um, <laughs> nothing lasting. Alright, cool. Everyone else good? Just a dull ache. Oh yeah, no. I'm, I I had fun. That was he weird. was unable to cause 
permanent damage to any of my nanites. So, Captain List got bounties on him. Huh. I think it was the other guy with the bounty. I think he just doesn't like the Captain List. Hey, speaking of, and I like turn my entire body to face. Oh yeah, you turn happening. around just in time for the uh, for the money shot. You see, please don't the- call it that. <laughs> okay, fine. That's the money <laughs> shot. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you see the slate. Uh, you see slate like turning. It's like almost slow mo. You see slate turning around like as like the captain was like this goes across his jaw and uh, Slate just slams onto the ground and uh, then like shakes his head and then he gets up and he's like, all right, okay, nope, you guys, tougher than you look. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. We have successfully removed the distraction. Yeah, I see that. Uh, thank you. I was not aware that cerebrectomy was after me. That was unexpected. Um, this is like, I want to lean over to Penny. So, um, the, hypothetically, how would we collect a bounty? <laughs> we registered with the Board of Bounty Hunters. They are very strict about licenses. Bounty hunting without a license is really bad news. Dang it. Uh, Slate walks over, like, puts the head of his hammer down on the ground and says, Services are yours, little one. Neat. Great. I'll try not to be too much of an imposition. Eh. Listen, I haven't had a fight that good and fun in years, so. As you have observed, trouble tends to follow us around. This is a true thing that happens. Alright, yeah. Anyway, let me go address my men. And then he turns around and he goes, Boy, fuckheads! And then proceeds to tell them that, you know, uh, they are hired by you for the time being, um, and that you are to run protection for them, and that uh, they are to leave this place, and never come back. Never come back. Never come back. Unless you want to be upstanding citizens and form a life here, I don't know. And they all laugh at that. <laughs> it, uh, I'm a jokester. I elbow Sam. How tall is the captain of the list? Like six foot six. Oh, so I gotta like angle a little bit to elbow him in the ribs, but yeah. I I elbow him in the ribs, and then once I have his attention, I kind of like sweep my hand subtly against the bikers. Um, you've got a little bit of time to work on them, you know. Hmm, that I do. You're a very forward-thinking superhero. I am highly forward-thinking, yes. <laughs> and then he just sort of starts moving back towards the ship. And the bikers start moving towards their bikes to, uh, to follow you guys around. I, I turn to my group before the bikers gather in. It's like, so, um... I have successfully negotiated a distraction for the most obnoxious person in the room. Great. Uh, I have one. Well, I've just been curious about this since we got here. Like, we were going stir crazy in a ship. What do these guys do on 
bikes. Listen to the radio. They find people to bully. Well, I mean, there's like still travel time in that. Maybe they bully each other. I believe it is called hazy in this context. I'll turn around and start heading back to the ship. Yeah, but like, I didn't see any space rest stops on the way here. That's because you didn't ask me if there were any. Did you need to? Did you want to like stop and get out or something? <laughs> is this? Okay, we passed like I six. Don't have any more questions. I don't have any more questions. <laughs> Take Felix by the arm and escort him back to the ship. Oh, I love it when players just fucking introduce shit and like. It's like, yeah, no, there's space rest stops. Okay, there's space rest stops now. I mean, less space rest stops, more like space truck stops, but, you know. We did not require fuel, and the ship is capable of moving for several days between stars. I did not think that a stop would be necessary. Yeah, nobody nobody asked me to stop. I mean, I was just going until something interesting popped up. Did you guys want to go somewhere specifically? Yeah, no, you guys... Guys, feel free to suggest things. I'm willing to work with that. I was just kind of following Captain Capital's whims. Mm -hmm. I am pretty ambivalent, all told. I thought we were, like, going to a specific destination or something. Nah. I was just babysitting this guy. I believe that we are on what is termed a space cruise. Okay, well, tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll find somewhere else to, for us to go, somewhere interesting for us to go. There's no point in going to space and not seeing the sights. I mean, this place is interesting, a little too much oxygen for my taste. I, I, I like a little bit of nitrogen and, you know, a, a bit of the old carbon monoxide. <laughs> dioxide. Keep things interesting. He loves dying and being dead. <laughs> oh, we could go to a we could go to a space theme park. You take the bikers there. I mean, they're coming with space us until we're done. Park. Love. We could put them into daycare. <laughs> I think I think that's just called. Sam's presence. Perhaps we should show you the Space Statue of Liberty. As I understand it, it is rare for locals to actually go out and see it. <laughs> oh, you know about that Did thing? Make a joke. What? Yeah, I know it's weird, right? They have jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we pile back onto the ship and start up takeoff sequences. And he can punch in a destination we will determine in the next week. So yeah. long as we're not driving for two days straight again. At least I will stop at least once a day so you can stretch your legs and I don't know, maybe meet some weird folks on the road. I would appreciate that, yes. All right, that sounds like a good place to stop. So everyone, minor milestone. Meanwhile, we just see 
Cerebellum's head still strapped to the motorcycle, flying through space. There's just like a beat, and he goes, This sucks. <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> you know, yours is funnier, yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> Never did like Wednesdays. I don't know how I feel that all the way. From... <laughs> all right. I don't think I'm going to do anything with my minor milestone. Yeah, I don't think I am either. Hi. Doing good. It says here that you can rename one aspect that isn't your high concept. Does that include your trouble? Yes, it does. Okay. I just think I have a better name for it. Okay. Trouble's still got to be troubling, though. Yeah. No, no, no. Alright, well, you can think of that. If you can't think of it by the time we're done here, then you can think of it off camera. Um, by the way, I did come up with an aspect for how I fight. I am calling it anti-positional, unqualitative. Okay. I added a couple of aspects since I feel like I should have a little more. Uh, I added fast and lean, which is, you know, I am bendy and weavy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, do fight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, what is your new trouble there? I, I don't know what to call it just yet, but basically, okay. rather than to... Oh, I've got, I've got the perfect name for, the, for this one, actually. It's, okay. I'm changing it from too many irons in the fire to... The trouble... God, this is a kind of a vague one, but I, I want to call it... Oh! I know how to do that. Or I know how to fix that. Okay. It's basically that if Penny sees something she knows how to do, she's kind of like obligated to do it. Okay. Ah. I had a thought, by the way, because I do like the sound of going to a space amusement park. And we can explain uh, what the bikers are doing by saying that they have a... Uh, space paintball range. Oh, that's perfect. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> just just like not in the park because it's a little too violent for the park's aesthetic, but it's like attached to the parking lot licensed to be there, that, that sort of thing. They're going to Theme Park Planet, where they've got all of the amusement you could ever want. It's the most amusing yeah. place in the galaxy. Or that, yeah. Alright, so yeah, next time, uh, Space Amusement Park. So... Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, today was goofball central. I think uh, it, it, it was it was a little goofy. It definitely like I was not ex I was definitely not expecting the group to hire the space bikers, and I was not planning for them to stay around for more than one episode. But you know what? Hey, it's, I, I don't set train tracks. I try not to set too many train tracks. I just try to put them in situations and see how they react. And yeah, this is a fun one. So thank you all for listening. Hope to see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Good night, everybody. He really seriously did look like Ron Jeremy. <laughs>